My name is Jeremy Devins, and this is the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast with the weekly horoscope for Monday, June 21st, 2021. So this week we have four major transits, and we're coming out of a really big transformational month. This is the last little bit of this June big transformational energy. So I know a lot of you are experiencing that in different ways, some of it very positive, some of it not as positive, but you always want to know where things are happening in your chart. You can get your free birth chart right now at quietmindastrology.com, where you can also schedule a reading there. And I do have limited availability over the next several weeks. So check that out if you want to get in a reading soon. You can do that at quietmindastrology.com. You can also get the membership there where I'll be going into more depth of this week's chart and explaining some of the things behind the scenes of how I come to these uh, conclusions and interpretations. But going back to last week, we had some big stuff happening. We had the summer solstice and a lot of this uh, sun and Gemini kind of energy starting. So as I mentioned, it's a time for celebration fun. And a lot of the headlines I saw coming out of this past week was the fun of celebrating Juneteenth in the U.S. In the United States, this uh, became a national holiday. And as I mentioned through the Rahu Ketu transits, this is a very positive time for any sort of civil rights movements for African Americans in particular. So we had this big, this big change now in the U.S. holiday. So we have a, now have a holiday celebrating the end of slavery in the U.S. So that's pretty interesting. And overall, just a great time to be in some sort of celebration, dance, fun, play over the past week. Hopefully, you got to do that. I got to do that a little bit as much as I do. You know, I'm not the biggest partier in the world, uh, but I did get to enjoy the time quite a bit. And then we had uh, Jupiter turn retrograde just yesterday. So this is a big, long transit. There's a lot to that. And I will do an extra video just on that and going more in depth. And those of you listening on the podcast, I do have a video of this for the members and the Vedic Astrology membership. And uh, this week coming up now, we've got some big transits of Mercury going direct. And that happens, of course, every so often, every three to four times a year where Mercury goes retrograde. Now it's direct. So we can stop blaming all of our problems on Mercury retrograde at this point. Uh, but you still got a little window here in the next couple of days. You can blame some more problems on it if you want. And we still have three other retrogrades going on. So a lot of retrograde energy still overall. Uh, this week, Venus will move into Cancer. We'll have the full moon in Sag and Neptune going retrograde in Aquarius. So... One of the things with the retrograde energy for me is everything so retrograde with Jupiter, Saturn, and Mercury all this past week. It's a great time of going back over anything in the past, in particular for me with my business and my finances and accounting stuff, which is very Saturnine kind of issues. And with all of the uh, Taurus energy, Rahu's been there all year. So that kind of energy of going back over these things with finances is favorable time to do that, uh, any, really anything going over the past. But that's one of the ways I've worked with this energy this past week, going over unfinished projects or projects that have been in the works or managing finances, taxes, accounting, these sort of things. Uh, it's a good time to, to make sure that's handled now in the retrogrades. So again, yesterday we had Jupiter go retrograde and Aquarius and the summer solstice. And now today on the 21st, sun moves into Ardra Nakshatra, so today's a good day to not get into any big explosive conflicts or fights or push any buttons if you can. Ardra is the star of destruction and the storms, and it's ruled by the god of storms, Rudra. And something interesting, if you're not familiar with any of these gods, Agni, Rudra, any of these deities that are used in Vedic astrology, 
studying the deities is a great way to really understand how the nakshatras play out and how these energies play out. So highly recommend looking into that. And I will have more lessons on just the deities in the future. And that's something that I'm adding to the Vedic Astrology Mentoring. For those of you who are in the mentoring, I am adding that soon of little lessons on the deities because that is really important. But the main thing to take away for today on the, the 21st is just try to ease tensions rather than instigate tensions. And uh, Sun and Ardra can be a bit explosive and intense. And there can be some losses and challenges there. And depending on where it is in your chart, you want to look where Ardra would be in your birth chart to really see that. Uh, but overall, it's time to just kind of take it easy. And then on the 22nd, Mercury goes direct. So communication issues kind of clear up. Uh, it's in Taurus and Rohini Nakshatra with Rahu until the 27th. And then in Mercury until July 11th. So right now, this is a great time for relationships, connection, intimacy, communication, and relationships. Uh, this period from this week, uh, the 22nd until the 27th. So things to find comfort, to find uh, basically any any activity is really favorable at this time. So finding comfort and pleasure and joys in your life is really good. Maybe even some luxury items. It's generally not the best time to be buying new things when Mercury's retrograde. But when it goes direct, if you've been waiting to buy something, especially any sort of comfort or luxury item, uh, anything like that, this is a good time to do that. And then on the 28th now, all that stuff I talked about Mergashir at the beginning of the month, that all applies here. And it's a good time to kind of search and follow your curiosities and, and seek out new ways of doing things, new ideas, new experiences. Be open-minded and try different things. And be open to exploring. That's what this uh, Mercury and Mergashir is all about. It can be a bit fast-paced. It can be a bit... Um, like inconclusive, like you're searching all these different things and there's not really any big outcome out of it. And that's okay. It's just for the joy of curiosity and exploring your curiosity is good. And then on the 22nd as well, Venus moves into Cancer and it will be in Punar Vasus, which is the return of the light. So this is about beginnings and fresh starts in relationships and projects and and anything to do with Venus, like creativity or arts or music. Maybe you've put down an instrument for a while and you want to pick it back up. Or maybe you want to have more deeper conversations in relationship. And This Cancerian energy brings a maternal, warmth, nurturing kind of quality into our relationships, into our artistic expression, and into our expression of beauty. And any sort of creative activities as well is good. It's a much more positive time for starting things now, especially at this point in the month of, after the 22nd. So if there's anything you've been wanting to start, uh, if you've been thinking about doing a yoga teacher training, I've got one coming up and I try to time those out so people don't have to sign up during the retrogrades. Uh, so if you're curious about that, quietmind.yoga slash YTT, you can check out my upcoming teacher training. Uh, but anything that you're wanting to study or learn or uh, expand your understanding of beauty, harmony, and uh, enjoyment and pleasure in your life. This is a great time to do that. And so new beginnings starting after Tuesday. If there's anything you've started in this time, that's okay. It's not the end of the world. But uh, really, it's a little more favorable to start things after this Mercury retrograde. And, you know, we're still in other retrograde, Saturn and Jupiter. So we're always going to have that to some degree. But if you've been waiting to start something, 
this time in the middle of this week is the time to really start to move forward on that, particularly in things with relationships. And the theme of learning this month is a big one as well. And then on uh, June 24th to July 4th, actually, Venus moves into Pushya Nakshatra, which is very Cancerian in energy and very much about nourishment, protection, maintenance, connection. So very positive for relationships towards the end of the month into the early July. Then on the 24th, we have the full moon in Sag. So that is this Thursday, the 24th. And that is a great time for gardening, actually, and getting to the root of things because it's in Mula Nakshatra, which means root. Those of you familiar with Mula Bandha and yoga, that's uh, the root lock. So the root chakra, Mula Dara, things to do with security, home, family, finances, basic needs, and uh, nourishment, things like that. And going into the root of those things and taking out the weeds and uprooting the weeds and nurturing the roots that you want to keep there. So great time for gardening and getting to the root of any sort of issues and also is pursuing and exploring your desires and what do you want. And one thing you could do is a desire inventory, just writing down, I want blank. And then let your, your imagination, your intuition just kind of guide you. And you could do this set a timer for five minutes or 10 minutes and just write, I want uh, to buy this thing. I want to experience this thing. I want to feel this way. And it's a great little exercise for connecting to your desire and kama, the, the energy of desire. So we always have these four aims of life that we're working with all throughout life. Dharma, Arta, Kama, Moksha. The Dharma, our life purpose. Arta, building wealth. Kama, following desire. And Moksha, experiencing liberation and freedom. And right now, at this point in the month, that energy of Kama is stronger towards the end of June here. So exploring your desires. And then we have uh, the 25th, that is Friday. Neptune goes retrograde until November 30th in Aquarius in Purva Bhadrapada, the Nakshatra. So as I mentioned earlier in the month, this is a pretty big transformational time culturally. It's these outer planets like Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto are representative more of a generational shifts and cultural shifts. So we're seeing that here where that's the time where I've said before, NASA has to publish their uh, secrets about what they know about UFOs and aliens, if anything, which would probably not be much, but uh, that is a thing that's happening. So there is a cultural shift there of awareness of these things and people in NASA talking about UFOs. It's like they don't know what it is. So that's all become pretty normal after everything else of 2020. It's like, oh, sure, let's throw some aliens into the mix. Why not? So that's happening. And uh, this week, we'll see what happens there this Friday. But personally, uh, Neptune can represent illusions. So going back over things and where we have become maybe disillusioned, and maybe we can see a little more clearly. And of course, everything in our experience as humans is Maya, it's illusion. And Neptune is that area where we have maybe the strongest pull towards seeing things through uh, filters of maybe what we want to see, maybe what's not exactly true. So this time of Neptune going retrograde for a few months here until November, it's a time of looking back over where maybe you've um, been naive or misled or uh, have some sort of disillusionment process that you'll need to go through of learning some lessons of like, you know, I thought this was true, but really I wasn't seeing the whole picture. Now I know this. And those, there's things like that happening on a global scale, but on a personal scale, we just want to kind of examine what are we really holding true and 
what can we learn from that? And Aquarius is about these progressive ideals and beliefs. And are we uh, really in alignment with the ideals and beliefs that we are following? And are there some changes that we want to make there? As I mentioned, uh, the term woke kind of came up with this whole transit and that whole idea of culture of uh, being aware and intentional of things, which has kind of been co-opted. It means a lot of different things now. Uh, but in 2008, that was popularized, that term. And now it's kind of come to mean some different things now. It's not always the most positive connotation. So that also, also about sort of waking up from illusions is the general theme, though. So I encourage you to do a little deep work there, maybe journaling, maybe some sort of processing, therapeutic processes. Always recommended to do that stuff. And just be mindful of these areas where we might have become uh, sort of hooked into some ideal or concept or thought process that uh, wasn't fully seen clearly yet. And we need these transits, these movements of planets to remove those obstacles where now we can see a little more clearly in these ways. And it's going to be different for everybody exactly what that means. And look where Neptune is in your birth chart to see where that would be. For example, it could be in your seventh house of relationships. So... Uh, dispelling some illusions you've had about what relationships should look like or the fantasy of relationships. And so look where Neptune is in your chart to see specifically that. And again, if you don't have your chart, quietmindastrology.com is where you can see that. And that's the real overview for the week. And then next week, we're going to go into the next month because there's not any big transits happening next week. Um, Mars goes into Oscillation Akshatra next Monday. So we'll talk about that. But we're really going to look at July and things level out a bit. So it's not going to be as intense and big of a month of energy in July and August, but September, yes. So June is kind of the big pivotal transformational month here. And what changes did you want to make and what changes have you made? You still have time, of course. You can always make any change you want. But if there's any big changes you've been considering or things you're leaning towards, uh, this is the energy of this month to make those shifts. And then with Mercury going direct this week to start any new projects that you've been wanting to start. So those of you in the Vedic Astrology membership, you can uh, check to the site. There will be an extra video where I kind of go into explaining how I see some of these transits. So if you're interested in learning yourself how I find these transits and make these interpretations, I'll be explaining that inside of the Vedic Astrology membership, which you can also find at quietmindastrology.com. So thank you for listening, and I appreciate you being a listener. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, take a moment to leave a review and make sure you subscribe. As always, if you want to schedule a reading, quietmindastrology.com. Hope you have a great rest of your week, and I look forward to sharing more with you next time on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast.